Hariatu ina kupu fakamanua kia koto puri amio ite moturiana amati hiri hei ho hairi momehi kia koto kua waihape maira kitata te kai papa komehi ngarangi ahau maku koto e arehi iroto inga kai papa otewa ite pai o pari people nate puna fakatonga rewa iutu. Welcome to our last pod of the year. It's Tuesday, the 14th of December, and To, Shane, and I are reflecting on the past year and toasting some chestnuts on the dumpster fire that was 2021. Shane Taupe here, Koto. How will 2021 go down for you guys? Oh, it's pretty, pretty rough, actually. You know, politically, Community-wise, uh, employment-wise, people's mental health—you know—it was a—it was a real struggle to get through 2021. Um, in fact, I think it was worse yeah. than than the first yeah. uh, time we went around the got the COVID mulberry bush. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, and I, and and I, and I think the the old COVID fano mm. hasn't left us yeah. yet. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a bit yeah. more to come. 100 plus days in lockdown, you know, uh, in one stretch. Uh, there was around about the 70 day mark. I didn't have much hope for us getting out of it. We've now moved from red to orange. Um, so hopefully we're seeing the end tail of it for, and, and better days in 2022. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what our mm. uh, mokopuna think of us in 100 years' time and yes. reflect back on us. So later in the show, we're going to discuss some of the standout performers and leaders, but first we'll look at some of the political stories that have made headlines, and we'll start with the Taxpayer Union's Curia poll. Uh, it's out today. Basically says what you two have been mm. saying for the last couple of weeks, yeah. got to say. The ACT Party... They should have paid us for that. Yes. Mm. The ACT Party has lost 5.3 points. Uh, it's down to... 10.6%. Those are likely to have gone to the National Party, which is up on 32.6%. Labour steady on 39.5%. The Greens up slightly on 109 And the Māori Party slightly up on 3%. What do you make of that, Shane? Three winners. Uh, Chris Luxton is a winner. He's up six. You know, he they were going backwards, so he's up six probably. So that's that's good for him. Uh, good for the coalition government, uh, Labour Labour, Greens and perhaps the Māori Party have a, have a clear majority. We've got to remember, eh, we went from the crazy heights of the last election to the coalition government having plus 10%. Even in the best days that John Keyes had, their advantage was about 6%. So still good for the, for the government, but lots of lessons in terms of how they've handled COVID and how they go forward in 2022. But the Prime Minister would be happy with this poll. And let's remember, folks, this is the National Parties slash tax unions own pollsters. Yeah, but even so, um, when, what do you think the right will be saying to each other now? I think I think John and Mildred have come back to National from yep. their little holiday in, yeah. in the land of ACT. Mm. Um, I think uh, uh, Hone from from uh, the Labour Party, the, the, the Mad Green um, and the out there Māori Party have, have increased just, mm. just a tad. Um, what, what it says to me is that both both Shane and I were right, and you, when we said that the first job of Luxon is to scrounge back as many votes as they can from ACT. That's the base. That's where they have to, to build from. Um, in 12 months' time, ask me that again, and if they've moved against Labour, well and good. If they haven't, well then they're not going to win the next election. Uh, yeah, and I, and I still expect it to get a heck of a lot tighter. I think that you're going to get, you know, traditionally MMP elections are very tight, 3 to 
as little as less than one percent. So I, th I think it's still going to get tighter, and um, and I think the, the the prime minister will recognise that, and uh, they'll probably want to try and spend their way out of it, um, and hope that the tailwind of um, COVID uh, is behind behind their back. Yeah, I know we're mid cycle, but mm. the Māori Party be a bit excited about three percent. Would that get them another one? Yeah, cusp? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's on the cusp, on the cusp. of getting another another person. Yeah. And so the, I actually think they've done really, really well, considering where the where the politics has been over the last 12 months. So um, yeah, big ups to the Māori mm. Party. Yeah, it might be your whanaunga up there in the north. I think might have been their third person. Is she the next on the list? Yeah, maybe, possibly. Could be wrong there. Anyway, let's move on to another kaupapa. Associate Minister of Health Aisha Virel uh, plans to ban the sale of tobacco and create a generation of smoke-free New Zealanders Tay, what are your thoughts around this move? Oh, I think I think it's wonderful. I think what she's done is realise, or the government has done, has realised that they actually they can't do any more for people like me, who who are the recidivists. There's a, there's 20, 25, 30 percent of people who are off, are on, are off, are on. So what she's done was look into the future and said, right, I'm doing this for the babies that are not even born yet. And and I and I think that's a that's a good thing. I think that's great. So, ten out of ten for uh, uh, Dr. Aisha. I wow. think she's just. Mm. I, I think they're in a good space. Mm. How about you? Yeah. No. I, if you could give her more than ten, I'd give her more than ten. Three things. First of all, she didn't go down the old route where you punish people like Toe and just tax, tax, tax. Because you've got back to. I'm going to use your words, although, the of groups. Although that, a packet of smokes now, Tom. Yes, but they, have, but they haven't carried that on, you know, and she's saying that she has some sympathy for those folks that have, have got left. We have got a pathway. It's not one that we all enjoy, but I think it's just a realistic pathway in terms of getting people off harmonisation from cigarettes to vaping. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, got to, we've got to fix up that young cohort um, that are attracted to that, but uh, I think by and large it was quite, quite a brave move. Kabai, well, in other news, a report commissioned by the Independent Māori Statutory Board um, has found that Māori and Tāmaki Makaurau have borne the brunt of COVID-19. That includes, with what you said earlier, job losses, financial ha uh, hardship and those reliant on welfare and food support. Shane, it found 38% increase in a single quarter for the number of Māori on the job seeker. Yep. benefit in Auckland. What does that mean for the future, do you think? That means for the future that... It's quite typical when the good times are good, Māori are last on the bus, and when the bad times are bad, they're the first one off. And what we've got to have, we've got to have some infrastructural change. And, um, yeah, it tells us that, you know, the economic um, divide that exists in Aotearoa is getting uh, bigger and those that are bearing the brunt of it are our own people. Because we hear that it's actually yeah. industry that is bearing the brunt and we've got, yeah. and you know, we're saying we've got to stand up our economy again, but actually mm. these are the actual personal stories in that, eh? They are, the, they are the personal stories and also, you know, what even represents a greater picture is even those people that are in work, they tend to be the minimum wage or just above minimum wage folks, so, you know, the economic um, split that's happening in Aotearoa at all between those that have and those that have not is just getting bigger and bigger and our people are bearing the brunt of it as they always have. Can I now turn to the Deputy yeah. Chair of that board, Tau mm. Henare, what struck you most about this report? Um, n nothing actually and, yeah. and, and, the, and the reason is, is because continually we put together research and, and reports that, that uh, show uh, that Māori are at the yeah. back of the bus in fact, falling falling out the back window, mm. um, while everybody else is moving forward, 
Now we put uh, reports to council on a, on, a, on a regular basis, and it's it's a it is a a big shame that we don't see uh, movement in some in some areas, and that's for years on end, not just, it just has, hasn't happened because of COVID. COVID has, exacerba has exacerbated uh, the position of where poor Māoris are. Interesting, um, 2,000 Māori surveyed, so that's a really good group of people yep. cohort there. It found mm. that COVID, of those 2,000, that COVID had put their relationships under stress, or it was a factor in ending them. Yeah, housing. <laughs> Uh, lots of people in a small house, not enough kai, abusive relationships, you know. As I kept on saying right throughout this year, all right for folks like us that have got a big, myself, got a big house, lots of kai, you know, when you have that raru because it happens, you can go to each end of the house. But when you've got six, seven, eight, twelve, fifteen people, that's not a reality. Yeah, it's, and, 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 it, and it's that cabin fever. Yeah. You know, okay, a week with yeah. the extended whanau, big bubble, you know, a week is okay, two weeks, you know, a hundred yeah. days, yeah. I'm out of here. Mm. So it's, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. And, and, and Tamaki, the whole region of Tamaki, has been in that lockdown basically for over 100, 100 days. And can I just say this, though? I, publicly, the people that have been griping haven't been how people. It's been the upper the sort of middle class sort of people. If you read the, the Herald, the people that do have the big houses, homes that do have financial security, they're the ones that are moaning. And I've got to say, good on our people for doing yeah. their bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the Independent Statutory Board often does a few reports like this that have. Um, you know, no one asks these questions of these people, so they've been really helpful for people like myself and obviously decision makers. But you, you just mentioned it. For what do you want them to, to take out of this? What oh, do you want look, to happen? I, I, I think one, um, uh, I would love for council to uh, take a, take a, take us a bit more seriously than they do. I think they've become now um, uh, used to. Uh, the fact that we will put out these reports and do a lot of uh, uh, research. We, we did the same for the, uh, the regional fuel tax. Nobody listens to us. Um, you know, it's, it's a struggle, but in the end, somebody has to, has to put the heat back on, on council and hopefully maybe in the next um, local body ele election that there will be candidates for mayor and councils and local boards who actually seriously look at the work that the IMSB has done. Run, toe, run. Run, toe, run? Run, toe, run. No, seriously, uh, uh, seriously, we, we all say this, hey, you know, we all say, oh, we've got to find some good people to run, we've got to find some Māori people with a progressive agenda. Well, sometimes we've got to step up, and I think we should seriously have a look at that in 2022. Toe, I could be your campaign manager. Okay, well, there we go. We might have some go. breaking news. Just yes. Also, I think that, uh, you know, the work that's been done in, in broadcasting, I'm yeah. thinking here, you've got this great report, but there's often there's not enough Māori journalists or people, you know, with the interest in that kaupapa to be actually making these, these reports into stories. So who yeah. knows, this time next year, that report might become very handy for all these yeah. young Māori cadets that are going to be joining these newsrooms. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and, and you know, mahi to... The, the, um, to the Minister of Broadcasting and Willie Jackson that have made that funding available. Very controversial, controversial, but what it has meant is that it has meant more people into mainstream uh, media platforms, and we know we need it. Mm. Hey, well, we're moving to the orange from yes. the red. Um, it's like a popsicle, mm. except for Northland. How are you feeling about this, Tay? Yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm um I'm wondering why poor old Northland has to stay at red when the rest of the country 
I mean, you know, how many cancer cases we got in, in the north? Yeah. Maybe five, six, mm. you know. Um, I, I, I feel sorry for the north, more so than, than any other uh, region in this whole country. You know, it could be the, the, the crown and the jewel, or the jewel in the crown uh, uh, of, of our fair, fair country. And it's been neglected like nobody's business, not only up north, but down on the east coast as well. Um, mm. I, I feel sorry for them. I feel real aroha for the people of the north. Mm. What would you like, though? What would you prefer? Well, first of all, we should have um, done the right thing by the North and allowed Māori to, to, to run their own uh, program, their vaccination programs and education programs. Yeah. Secondly, I think that we... I, I think regions know where they are, we, you know, more, more so than the government in terms of their readiness to either go green, red or orange. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's exactly what Huni Harawera was yeah. saying this morning on, I think it was Morning Report, he was saying, you know, don't forget that... While um, we're, we're supportive of these checkpoints and the community checkpoints because we want to keep our community safe, is that the reason that we are not as vaccinated is because we were never allowed that opportunity. Awesome. And people yeah. keep forgetting that in the conversation. Absolutely. And when you talk to uh, people like Ruben, people like Connie, they want, they want to get out themselves. Yeah. But they, want to, they, they, they know that this isn't the right time. But here's the reality. The reality of the resources, the data... The, uh, we're given to the right people at the right time. The 15,000 people that they need to get over the line now, I think, would have got much closer. Well, Māori in, in the latest numbers are 36% of COVID deaths, so that's really shot up 14 now in the last um, outbreak. In terms of full vaccinations, while well, the average is looking around 89%, maybe today that's popped over, who knows, Māori are at 75%, and that's a lot better than the 20% yes. difference a yep. few months ago. Did you expect that? Um, I, I always thought it would get, would get better. Um, I always thought that, uh, given the opportunity, uh, Māori would go out and, and get the vax, and I, and I think our, you know, big ups to our Māori community yeah. providers. Um, without Does it show what's happened? You know, the, 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 the push at the very last moment when Māori organisations did yeah. get handed over. And, and, and given all of the hurdles yeah. put in front of the providers and the Māori community, we've done amazingly well to get to 76%. It shows that we are best placed to manage our own matters. Exactly. And that the alternative is the status quo that doesn't work for Māori, nor does it work for the taxpayer, yep. nor does it work for the community as a whole. Yeah, there was another interesting mm. thing that Horney said this morning about, you know, can we just make February Christmas? Because yeah. by then we would have caught up and that's mm. the only fair thing to do. It makes a very good point. Yeah. But yeah. let's talk about performance um, and leadership. We'll, we'll start with leadership. Let's begin with the National Party leadership for 2021. It started out with Judith Collins and it ends with Christopher Luxon. Toe, your thoughts on their leadership? Oh, I, I think uh, it's, a, it's a sea change for national uh, dumping uh, Judith, uh, you know, and, and I would have even gone further. I would have um, thrown her right out the uh, the front door and then out the front, out, out the front, out and out the back door as well. Um, I think she ruined uh, with both uh, Simon Bridges as well. I might add, you've had the scrap for the the near near on th three years now, and it nearly destroyed a a a part of the furniture of New Zealand's uh, front room. Georgia Mildred's furniture. Yeah. Oh, mate, you know, the, things were being turfed out the window. Um, but luckily uh, for them, Lux, I, I think Christopher has, has been able to calm everybody down, 
um, get the boat back on a sort of reasonable, even keel. And like I said earlier, his, his first job was to get um, John and Mildred back from their holiday in Actland. And they have. I thought it was George and Mildred. George and Mildred. This John, yeah, John, right. John, John's the New John. Zealand version. Yeah. Shane, your thoughts on just the leadership of the National Party well, for 2021? Well, it was ugly for a long time. It's the, the adults are now in charge. From a Māori perspective, you know, let's see how um, Chris Luxton operates. You know, I, I think that the comments about the, the border control people being nuts was unfortunate. I think that his uh, view on um, partnership versus government um, co-governance is the wrong one. Um, I think what he needs to do on Māori issues is listen to Chris Finlayson, take a deep breath, and go around and quietly have a quarter or to the Māori community. Uh, we've, we talked about the minor parties last week, so we're going to stay away from them. So we'll, let's just go to the Labour Party, the government. Can you tell us your thoughts on the leadership styles and the achievements there? Yeah, I, I think uh, the Prime Minister um, has been a victim of her own success. Yeah. And, it's, and it, it's, it's one of those things that has come from, from COVID. She's been front and centre every day of our lives for the last two years. And um, some people um, might be feeling a bit uh, over-prime-ministered. Over mm. To me, the, the, the standout for me in, 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 in politics and in, in government has been Grant Robertson. Um, I think he's been a, a hell of a hand uh, on, the, on uh, the, the wheel of government in terms of where the money's coming from, who's it going to. I, I think he's outperformed even his wildest dreams. It's fair for you to talk about Grant Robertson because he's deputy leader, but I just want to say we're in the bunker. That's why you heard like a big... The helicopter, of, yeah. Yeah, it was like a real bunker yeah. kind of podcast going on yeah. right there. Your thoughts on the Labour Party leadership? Well, I think a victim of their own success, but in this respect, 0.7 deaths per 100,000 compared to Australia at seven, compared to America, twice the amount. Uh, Hospitalisation and... Um, uh, ICU admissions under control. Uh, we never really saw the worst effects of COVID. It could have been a heck of a lot worse, so we felt a little bit insulated from that, and that's probably diminished on top of the reasons the Prime Minister sort of glossed. But, you know, going into where we're at, um, ending uh, 2021 and going into 2022, I think she'll be feeling reasonably happy because it could have ended a lot worse for this country of ours. Had the, had the first death uh, from Omicron in the UK overnight, and uh, it, and and uh, they are they are getting it in a yeah, big there's way. some pretty stark, they're going back into um, lockdown. But here's the other thing that we messages. haven't seen in New Zealand. Sorry, me. The other thing we not haven't experienced is the effect of long COVID, yep. where people are going to undergo hospitalisations for a decade, maybe 20 years, yep. to the end of their lives. In, in the UK, tens of thousands. We haven't got that in Aotearoa. Uh, let's move to government ministers. Who was your best performing minister for 2021? The, the best performing, um, uh, uh, I've got to say it, and he will fall off his chair when he hears me say it. Okay, John. Um, is Willie Jackson. Yeah. Willie Jackson. Um, is, uh, you know, I, I, I think he has taken the bull by the horns, and I think he's been very successful, like Shane said before, uh, in terms of broadcasting money. I think, I think um, he's been the, uh, the, the real kaha behind the Māori um, in, in Labour. Um, and, and, and quite frankly, I take my hat off to him, mm. you know. 
Yep. I had this vision of Willie yeah. Jackson in Yellowstone on a horse with a lasso and it's bad yeah. but let's go to you. Government okay, look, Minister's I, I, best performing. I, I'm going to give it to three, all right? Nanaya Mahuta, who... No, just pick one. No, no, well, can I just say, well, well Nanaya Mahuta, oh, Nanaya Mahuta, because she gave an Indigenous lens to foreign affairs and her work on three waters, very controversial. My message to Nanaya, kia kaha, let's get it done. Our, our tamariki need this to be done. We yep. need clean water, we need drinkable water. So pretending we're at the AMP show yeah. and you give the appreciation award. So who who are the other ones you wanted to talk about? Oh, it would be Willie. It would be Willie Jackson. He's the, he's a the huge negotiator behind the scenes that uh, ensured that the 120 million dollars plus was given to our order. And I just want to give a shout out to someone who's been relatively quiet but done the mahi behind the scenes, and that's Calvin Davis. Since he's been in the Minister of Corrections, he's delivered. 2,000 less prisoners in our prison muster. That's got to be good for our people. You've been to the AMP show too, so you can have some. Have you got any others, or are you just happy with Oh, them? no, look, how can you even say that Kelvin Davis has been anything but an absolute abject failure? Not only for the North. Oh, you know, where has, where has he been in the, in, the, in the struggle that the North has been? He hasn't been anywhere. He hasn't been thumping the table on behalf of the Taitukarau and making sure that nobody goes up there. And infects the the people. Where's he been when in the, in the case that uh, has been taken uh, by Waipareta, uh, uh sorry, by Fano Water, uh, to get all the the information that is rightfully ours in the in the first place? Where's he been? Toasting some more chestnuts on our dumpster. Yeah. Um, we're now with the poorest performer. Do you have another, or is that yours? Oh no, that's it. And I've only got one. I don't need three. <laughs> Who's yours? Well, you know what? I, I struggle to think of, or, or think of one. because No, no, can I tell you why? Because there hasn't been a scandal, no-one's got the sack, no-one's been demoted, and if you're a cabinet minister or a, uh, an associate cabinet minister and you're still in a job after 2021, you're done all right. Yeah, because COVID was running interference for stupidity. Just generally yeah. then, I'm not talking about cabinet ministers or anything, is there somebody who yep. has been pretty silent? Uh, well... Hasn't done a lot? Look, I, I, I'd I, at this point in time, I'll struggle to, to think of uh, someone. Someone who I reckon has been really hard done by, Dr Shane Reddy. OK, I'm coming yep. to that. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, 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 the opposition no, is vital in democracy, yeah. as we know, and you often tell us this. So who has done well at keeping the government honest? I think Shane Reddy is the quintessential opposition MP. He plays the policy, not the person. And when it counted most, what did he do? He went back to his people and he made sure they got... Um, Vaccinated. He, I think he was one of the bright spots from the last election for the national government. Unfortunately, the poor bugger got demoted, but that's the nature of politics. Would you, OK, so here's the question, Shane. Yes? Would you go out of your way next election to vote for national and Shane Ritty? No. Well, see, well, why? Well, because I don't live in Whangarei. Well, because, it about... because it was my question. So who, yeah. who's your um, opposition member who's kept the government honest? No one. None? OK. OK, we're moving on to local body representatives. Do you have uh, any that have impressed you this year? No, I, I do, actually. Yes. Um, there have been a couple in Auckland, Auckland uh, Council. Uh, one of them is uh, Councillor Josephine Bartley. She's been, uh, she'd been on to it across, the, across uh, a lot of things. Um, also, Official Collins. And, and also, um, Councillor Desley Simpson. Yes. Um, I think she's been quite a standout in um, what she's had uh, in front of her, not only for her, her ward, but right across the board in, in, in Tāmaki. I, I never would have believed that, um, I, one, I would think of her as a progressive, 
but she has been progressive, and yeah. I think she's been wonderful. Yeah, she's, she, she, uh, she, has, she has held Goff and his team to account. Um, I think that um, Josephine and Fessel have done a wonderful job. Also, every day, get up, crack a dawn, and get their people um, vaccinated. We're so, going to crack know. on to yes. anyone in Māori leadership that's outdone themselves this, this year. You've got anyone? Uh, I think our holder executives, mm. our holder kaimahi. The whole whānau of The whole whānau of, of holder that not only delivered for Māori, not only delivered for Pacifica, but for, de delivered for our entire community. Totally, totally agree. Mm. You, you, you can't really individualised uh, effort yeah. um, of, of uh, our fight against COVID. Who would, if we actually had one, mm. but we're making this up on the spot, it's the Party People New Zealander of the Year, it's a new thing, if you had to choose, Toe, would you be able to choose a New Zealander of the Year, Party People Styles? Yeah, I'd like to see a Māori of the Year, because um, mm. they are the quintessential uh, New Zealander of the Year. I know, I know people would take the easy route and, and pick a, an entertainer, um, maybe, because um, it's a feel-good thing. But the, the, the person for me who's done the hard yards is Tina Nutter from the coast mm. um, in the little wee Hicks Bay, Tauraroa region. Um, and she just continues to amaze me by her, her strength you know, of character and, and says what she means and means what she says. Yes, well, if we were on one of those American shows, I'd say, Tina, reach under your seat, and there's a gift for you, but not today. <laughs> your party people, person of the... Collective. Uh, I've talked about the hoara, but I also want to give a shout-out to Māori broadcasters and journalists that... Oh, kia ora. Uh, yeah, that advance, that advance our, our voice that is often silent, and, um, and I read some of the ugliness that they have to put up with, and it's, and it's terrible that they keep on going. And I just, so I just want to give a shout-out to our broadcasters and our journalists. Motena koe motena. Political predictions for 2022. No one has a crystal ball, but you guys seem to be able to predict the future pretty well. So, To, what's yours? What's happening next year? I think what will happen next year in terms of national, I think that they will go from strength to strength. I think that uh, Christopher Luxon will... will drag uh, a lot of them, kicking and screaming, back into that centre playground. Um, I, I, think, I think they will get... Um, I think, still think they will get a pick-up, but not enough to replace the government. That's for 2023. Mm. Kapai and you, Shane? I think we're going to see a strong um, Māori or, and or Pacifica candidate run for the mural in Auckland, and uh, that I think we're going to see our first brown um, mayor of Auckland. So that's my prediction for Is that a Māori one? Oh, well, let's see. But I think we're going to see a generational shift, and we're going to be we're going to see the browning of that mayoral office in about time too. Have you got oh. any initials? I think. I think Mr Collins could give it a good crack, but there are others that, that are out there and that we're talking to tēnā and that need to be talked to. Tēnā kōrua. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much, you thank two, you. for all your reckons this time. Um, thank you all for joining in for the last seven episodes. We'll be back again February 8th, 2022. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's your thing. Well, ngā mahi o Santa comes your way. He better, he better, do you think? <laughs> Be better. You yeah. deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You haven't been uh, naughty like Tau and I. Kati, Kayaku, Fakatamara, Hikiterangi, Aku, Fakaai, or Kitifinua, Kopaya, Tato, Mahiki, Uta, Motirangi, Ne, Kiariri, Ano, Konga, Mihimati, Hiri, Kinga, Kaupapa, Kato, Kinga, Wananga, Kato, Kohura, Itapai, or Party People, Kamahi, Hoki, Kitipuna, Fakatonga, Rewa, Mona, Itautoku, Mai, Mohuru, Maira. <laughs>